This is What The Flux. I'm Justin. And I'm Anastasia. And it's Monday the 8th of November. Stage, it was only a matter of time, sadly. Combank and Westpac have increased their fixed interest rates on their home loans. And this means fixed rate home loans are about to get a little more expensive. And Justin, you and your sweet tooth are not going to like this. I know. Oreos and Sour Patch Kids are about to get a price hike. Nightmare. The old global supply chain issues have made products more expensive to make, so they're passing on the crisis. To us. Not such good news for me in my sweet tooth stage, but I'll tell you what, we do have three very good stories today. Let's get into it. For our first, an Aussie crypto ETF was launched on the ASX last week and it became the largest traded ETF on the opening day by 5x. Not a bad first day there, Justin. What is the story? BetaShares are an Aussie provider of exchange traded funds, aka ETFs. The company was founded back in 2009 and it's really led the ETF movement here in Australia. Now, Stage, about a week ago, Australia's corporate regulator, ASIC, gave crypto ETFs the big green light. They sure did, Justin, and this was big news in the investment space. Next week, BetaShares releases their first crypto ETF. But this isn't an ETF with Bitcoin, Ethereum and other cryptos because that mm-hmm. is still illegal. This is an ETF with investments in companies that are in the crypto economy. Think Coinbase. Think Riot Blockchain. And by the end of the day, there was 40 $2.5 million traded on the NTF. So what is the key learning here? An exchange-traded fund is a bunch of shares grouped together under the one roof. But it's traded on the share market just like an individual share. And why do people invest in ETFs rather than individual shares? Firstly, ETFs are very popular because they tend to be cheaper to invest in. And the other reason, Justin? Well, they're generally much less risky because the ETF is made up of multiple companies which reduce the risk. There are some ETFs designed to mimic stock markets like the ASX 200. There are some ETFs that track sustainable companies only and they're a lot safer than, say, investing in a speculative stock and expecting to ride it all the way to the moon. To the moon! For our second story, Justin, eco-friendly footwear and clothing company Allbirds listed on the share market and saw shares fly on their first day of trading. Bit of beginner's luck maybe going around stage. What is the story here? So Allbirds is the eco-friendly company that was founded by a former New Zealand soccer player. You might know them for their signature wool fabric. And for being worn by major celebs like J-Lo. Yep, Matthew McConaughey. J-Lo's bae, Ben Affleck. (laughs) Now stage, a little while ago, this tech-enabled company flagged that they were set for an IPO. AKA, they were going to publicly list on the stock exchange. And last week was their long-awaited debut. And let me tell you, Justin, Allbirds did not disappoint. (laughs) Nope. Their shares were up nearly 93% after their stock's first day of trade. Not a bad day to invest in Allbirds, Justin. What Mm -hmm. is the key learning? The word tech is thrown around pretty willy-nilly these days. (laughs) But there's tech, and then there's tech. You see, Stage, Allbirds is a tech-enabled company. AKA, it uses technology methods like e-commerce to improve on a traditional business of making and selling shoes. But a tech company would be a company that solely operates in the tech realm. I.e. a software company like Canva or Atlassian. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that technology businesses can scale infinitely without additional humans. Whereas tech-enabled companies like Allbirds, they've got a few more hurdles in order to scale their company. So for Allbirds, they'd be thinking,
things like wool, machines for manufacturing, humans to manage the process. Which generally leads to lower margins than tech-only companies and ultimately lower valuations. For our third and final story today, Justin, luxury goods company Chanel is hiking its prices on some of its most popular stock ahead of the Christmas period. Oh, not a good day to buy an Oreo (laughs) stage or a Chanel bag then. What is the story? So Chanel are a French luxury brand famous for their leather handbags and that crossed over CC. Some would say it's iconic. And after 112 years of life, they're still one of the biggest brands in the $340 billion luxury industry. But last year's stage, they saw their sales drop around 18%. Yikes. So, to ensure their profit remained high, they just ramped up their prices. (laughs) And unfortunately, (laughs) it looks like they're about to do it once again. Hide your wallets, mates. Chanel have said (laughs) price hikes are on their way for their iconic models. So what is the key learning? Unlike everyday brands which aim to reduce their prices, luxury brands are actually increasing their prices. And ironically, this makes them feel even more premium. I'll take you backstage. The OG Mac laptop in 91 sold for $2,300. Now they start at $1,500. So that's 35% cheaper. But the creme de la creme (laughs) Chanel classic flat bag was around $1,150 in 1990. And this year, it's around $7,800. 560% increase. So how do they do this? Well, the demand for luxury goods like Chanel is always there. And the demand is a lot higher than the supply. Which creates a sense of exclusivity that we're all familiar with. It's called FOMO. So price hikes don't deter buyers. They actually just add to the allure of the brand. FluxFam, something you may not know, Stage actually writes the Flux Daily Newsletter with some absolutely hilarious memes in there as well. So Stage, if the Flux family want to read your newsletter, where do they go? Head to flux.finance forward slash newsletter to get your daily business news in three minutes and be smarter than your boss. Amazing stuff, Sage. Thanks for joining us again. Flux fam, thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.